The Hawks and Celtics about to do battle in Beantown. We'll preview the whole series right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball, the playoff edition, not the play in edition, the playoff edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to listen to what we have to say. Uh, we know that there has been a lot of Hawks and Celtics previews. And, uh, you know, we would be remiss if we didn't uh, if we didn't jump in here and, and give our preview. So um, first things first, a big part of what we do is on social media. Make sure that you're connected with us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at HawksBeat is how you get at us. You guys know the drill. We also would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. However, uh, whatever platform you're listening on, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, whatever the case may be, uh, make sure you subscribe and drop a five-star rating. Thank you very much in advance. Um... I got to start off the pod and let you guys know this. That you guys almost didn't get a preview podcast. Uh, I would have liked to have pushed it out earlier. However, circumstances and mainly allergies. <laughs> they had me hemmed up, y'all. I mean, they had me hemmed up. Um, I sounded so nasally like it was bad bad i'm like oh man i'm I'm not gonna record i'm not gonna record but thank uh thank you to the good folks over at claritin um they i i am i am breathing through both nostrils (laughs) although i may still sound a little nasally um there is go air going in and out my passageways so that is a good thing that is a good thing so um you guys know I'm not I'm not long winded and I'm I'm gonna get to it pretty quick because I don't want to get to sounding like I'm pinching my nose, you know. But uh, there is a little nasal thing going on, and, and I hope that it's not too aggravating to listen to. But uh, we're gonna get through this. We're gonna get through this. All right. So Hawks take on the Celtics tomorrow at three thirty. Uh, tip in Boston. Uh, it is the best of seven, and uh, all the predictions have been out there, all the previews, and as usual, all of the predictions have the Boston Celtics 
winning uh, this series. Some have said in a gentleman's sweep. Some have said in a sweep uh, outright. Outright, and some have said uh, I think six games. I haven't seen any predictions in seven games. But <sighs> let me do this. Let me let me let me pub some of the other podcast before I get into my spiel. Okay, let me let me do that real quick. If you are looking for a great fan podcast, a great fan cup podcast, make sure you check out my guys over at Hawks Talks. They do a great job and they give you Hawks information and reaction and emotions from only a fan perspective. Like they like I pull for the Hawks. I generally want the Hawks to win every single game. But I'm not invested like some of you fans. They run a probably, well, not probably. They run the best Atlanta Hawks fan podcast uh, out there on the web. So make sure you check out the Hawks uh, Hawks Talk podcast uh, with my guys over there. They do a great job. So uh, I'm telling you all of this for a reason. <laughs> so, but anyway, make sure you follow my guy, Logan and Jackson. They do a great job over there. They've been on my pod before and, uh, I'll probably have them on again, uh, soon. Now, if you want a good analytical podcast that, uh, can tell you true shooting percentages and numbers and metrics and stuff, go holler at my boy, Brad, that does locked on Hawks. He does an amazing job. He's a great guy. And, uh, yeah, go holla at Brad and my guys over at ATL and 29, uh, my guy Kevin and my guy Glenn. Uh, I've never met Glenn like in person, but he seems like a, just a really genuine dude. Like if I, you know, me, <laughs> like if I ever met him, I know he'd be like a really good dude. You know what I mean? But uh, I do know Kevin. I do know Brad and they do good work. Now, I, I, I bring that up to preface what I'm about to say to (laughs) y'all because number one this isn't a fan podcast it's not the analytical podcast it's the podcast from the dude that tries to be reasonable and tries to be perspective and, and tries to give you perspective with that being said the first thing that I have to say is this and you may not like it you guys have got to stop saying that people are haters just because they picked the Celtics over the Hawks. That's not the case. It's simply not the case. If you look at the numbers, you look at, I was watching film on Peachtree Hoops. Shout out to Peachtree Hoops and Brad and all those guys that do work over there. I was watching film from Hawks and the Celtics. And they were just showing some of the defensive breakdowns from the Hawks. They were showing, I mean, live video and just kind of explaining. And, man, it looked awful. (laughs) It looked awful. Now, I'm not saying that that is what it's going to look like for this series. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying that's what's on tape. That's what's on tape. And so, you know, you... you (laughs) Listen, I'm going to tell you two like this. The Heat are about to play the Bucks in this series. How many of y'all are going to take the Bucks over the Heat? I mean, the Heat over the Bucks. Exactly. Not many of y'all. 
And just because you pick the Bucks over the Bulls, that doesn't mean you're a Bulls hater. That means you're kind of just going with the obvious choice of the team that has been more consistent and been better throughout the season. Do the Heat have a chance of winning? Yeah, they have a chance. It may be like 1% or 2%, but they got a chance. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I'm saying. Let's, I mean, it, it, I mean, and I get it. Like the fodder. Oh, you know, 17 people didn't pick us to beat the Heat. You know, this, that, and the other. Like, I get it. And I'm not trying to cast any aspersions or say, you know, y'all are wackos or anything. No, I'm not. Listen, I get it. And, and I totally, like, I understand the game. I do. But. I don't know. I just find it kind of, you know, it's it's whatever. It's whatever. I get it. Whatever makes whatever works. Whatever works. Um, with that being said, I think the first thing that I want to talk about is the Hawks' pathway to victory. And uh, before the Hawks played the Heat, I gave Hawks' pathway to victory on that one. And so I want to kind of do the same thing with the Heat. So when you look at this matchup, Boston is definitely they're good (laughs) like they're good like they're really good offensively statistically on film uh when you look at their numbers when you look at what they've done all season they are good on both sides of the ball they've been consistent they've been dominant so you ask yourself what can the hawks do to win the game what can they do to win a series well, the first thing on my list is number 11. Trey has to be the old Trey. Right? Like, he has to be the old Trey. And I'm not talking about he needs to play a good game. He needs to be better than good. So, I was running the numbers while I was at work. And just just his shooting numbers. And... He's just got to be better. Like, he's got to hit them. And I think that even even the fans know this. Like, like I know people always get really defensive and really territorial over their star players. But the fact of the matter is he's got to shoot better than he did all season, which was 39%. Shot 28% from three. And he's got to be better. Like, his shot selection. Like, I think that he's a better shooter than his numbers may suggest. I think that his shot selection would help that. Um, but, like, yeah, man, he's got to shoot better. Like, you got to start hitting some threes. Like, and the th- here, here, here's the problem. And, and, and I'll just say this, like, and I'll just be honest with you guys. Like, you're near the bottom for field goal percentage, but you're top 10 in attempts. Right, like you're near the bottom for field goal percentage in the top ten in the attempts, and I don't necessarily have a problem with the attempts, but the attempts have to be more efficient. They got to be more efficient. Like your shot selection has a lot to do. Like in this team, it is gonna go how you go, right? And so I think Trey has a tremendous opportunity. A tremendous opportunity. Do I think that they can slay the giant like they did before? Yeah, I think they can. I don't necessarily think it's likely, but I think that they can. I think that they can win a couple of games. I think they possibly can win the series. Um, I'll give you my, my total prediction at the end. But again, we're just talking on pathways to victory. I think if you're talking about pathways to victory, it has to start with number 11. 
and he has to shoot the ball better. Like, I mean, you kind of got away with it in Miami. Uh, he didn't really shoot the ball really too well in Miami, but um, I still thought that he had a really good game. Now, in order to be Boston, you're going to have to have a good game and you're going to have to shoot better. So, like, you're going to have to do both now. And you're going to have to do it over a stretch of seven games. Like, you're going to have to do it over seven games. So, um, yeah, I, I think that is key when you're talking about the Hawks' key to victory. Um, Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Number two, I, I think that they need to... Here's the thing. I think they need to be aggressive when attacking the rim. Right, and, and and that's kind of a weird dichotomy because I'm a big fan of them shooting a lot more threes. I think shooting threes in today's game is kind of good. Was good for the goose is good for the gander, right? I think shooting threes is good, but I think that they need to be more aggressive attacking the rim. And here's why: I think that if you try to get into a shootout with Boston, you are going to lose. You're going to lose like you're not going to outshoot Boston. However, if you go to the hole, if you go, you know, if you attack the rim, if you kind of muddy the game a little bit and get to the line and get to that free throw line. I think that is going to be a tremendous key. Muddying the game, kind of slowing things down, not letting Boston get in any type of rhythm. And I think that will be advantageous for you. I think it'll be advantageous for you. Um because I just don't think that you can outshoot Boston. You're just not going to outshoot this team. I think you're just as, and I've heard a lot of people talk over the last 24, 48 hours talk about how athletic the Hawks are. I think there are more. They are the more athletic team, um, but Boston is definitely the better shooting team. I mean, how how they have that five out lineup where they can kind of switch everything defensively. And it's kind of like, man, pick your poison because they're, they're so good defensively and offensively. So um, the margin of error is very small. Margin of error is very small. So the last thing as far as pathways to win, and again, I said Trey. I think they got to um, really attack the rim more. I think that will help them actually get up more threes, and I think it'll help them get to the get to the, uh, the free throw line a little bit more, which can kind of slow Boston down a little bit. So I think that there's value in doing that if you can, because Boston's very good defensively. So, you know, you know, I, I just don't think that if you get into a matchup where you're just starting to trying to match Boston three for three, it's going to be bad. The final thing, as far as pathways to victory, I think this is going to be kind of on Quinn Snyder. Well, it's not going to be kind of, um, I think they're going to have to do something unconventional. And what I mean by unconventional is I'm going to be paying close attention to the rotations and the matchups. How does he match up? How do you match up with that five out lineup? How do you play uh, on Yeka and how do you play Clint? What is the plan with Jalen? How are you going to play Tatum? 
there's a lot of matchups that are very interesting. And I think Snyder might have to do a little gambling, right? I think he might have to do some experimenting um, <clears throat> just to see, you know, what works. And keep in mind, uh, of course, there, there's a, everyone knows about the three games in the regular season and Boston won all three of them. Uh, some of those games, you didn't have Bogey. Some of those games, you didn't have Clint. Some of those games, you didn't have Sadiq Bey. Uh, you know, Jalen Johnson, you like to think that he's a better player than he was um, a few months ago when they played. So um, you you have the opportunity to kind of throw in some new wrinkles from a rotation standpoint. So I, I, I think Quinn Snyder is going to play a big role. I think he can play a big role in this game. So those are my three pathways to the Hawks victory for games and for the uh, series. Now, um, listen, we're going to talk about predictions and predictions are what they are. It's really mainly just for Internet fodder. You know, what I mean, like nobody's going to live and die based on my prediction. <laughs> nobody's going to nobody's waiting for my prediction to to put all their money down on FanDuel and say, oh, E-Dub said this, got to go with it. This is purely for entertainment purposes, purely for fodder, right? So here's the thing. Initially, I was going to pick the Hawks in seven. I'm not going to lie to you. I was going to pick the Hawks in seven for the mere fact that everybody and their mama is going to pick Boston. I listened to my guys on, on Hawks Talks. They was like, yo, man, Hawks in six, Hawks in five or whatever both of those guys picked the hawks as well they should and i was like you know what i'm gonna pick the hawks in seven i mean this is gonna be my wild card it's gonna be my little upset pick right hawks have slayed the giant before maybe they could do it again then i went over to peachtree hoops to do a little research you know i love the, the articles they put over there they, they do great jobs over there everybody that, that's affiliated with peachtree hoops I vouch for all of those writers. They do a great job over there. Start reading on the preview. I'm looking at all the videos and stuff <laughs> from, from, from the season of the Hawks defense. And listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. It did not look good. The defense looked bad. It looked bad, y'all. Like when they, like, and, and, and all they were using is when they were playing in Boston. The effort just looked bad, bad decision making, bad technique like it was bad, y'all like like go to Peachtree Hoops, go look at the, the, the Hawks Celtics preview, check out the videos in the, in the article. It is bad. And so I couldn't in content in good conscience say Hawks in seven anymore. I had to change my pick. Can't do it, guys. And here is why. And, and, and as we as we, it was as I draw this thing to a close, I'm, I'm landing a plane. And I, and I always say there's room for everybody at the table. Like I started out when I said the podcast in the, in the beginning of the podcast, when I said, listen, these guys that are picking Boston are not necessarily haters. Now, some of them are like all them dudes from the ringer. Like they they obviously haters. You know, what I mean, they, they're on the whole Bill Simmons, Stilo, you know, bump them dudes. You know, they, they, they're losers, whatever. But by and large, 
the majority of people, they look at the sample size of 82 games and what this Boston team has accomplished, and you have to give them their due respect. You got to give them their due respect. You look at what the Hawks have accomplished over their 82 games, and you got to give them their due respect for a 41-41 and team, right? And so everybody, you are what your record is, right? And so here's the thing. When I looked at it in its totality, and I know everybody's high on the Hawks now, especially Hawks Nation, they're high on the Hawks, as well you should be. As well you should be, you know? You pick the Hawks, and you have no rhyme or reason to pick the Hawks, as well you should. And for no other reason, you feel good after Miami, and you feel that you can make this run again. I can't do that because I don't run that podcast. I don't. I simply don't run that podcast. I have to look at this thing objectively. And objectively speaking, I see two Hawks teams. I see a Hawks team that beat Miami which is really good. It lived up to their potential a little bit. You know, there was still room for improvement. It wasn't a perfect game, but it was a good game. It was a gut check win. A, a gut check win and it looked, they looked very good. And so you have that, that Hawks team on one hand. And on the other team, on the other hand, you have the Hawks team that have shown you what they have shown you over 82 games. Over 82 games. So I'm looking at my two hands and say, what hand holds the most weight? And I got to go with the 82-game sample size. I got to go with it. Not because I want them to lose. I don't. I'm going to be pulling for them. I want the Hawks to win. Because like I always tell you, the Hawks winning is good for business. I want business to be good. (laughs) I want it to be good. But I have to go with the 82-game sample size. And in the 82-game sample size, this Hawks team has shown me that they can go up and they can go down. And what they haven't shown me is them putting four games together, beating a really good team four times, not even necessarily in a row, but just four times in a seven-game series. I just don't think it is likely. It is possible. Like I always say, it is possible, but I just don't think it's likely. I got Boston in six. Boston in six. I think the Hawks can get two games. I think they might get a game in Boston, and they'll probably get a game at home. And then I think that uh, evidently it'll just be too much three-point shooting, and the Hawks, I think they might just fall into a trap of trying to outshoot Boston. And it may go well for them one game. It may even go well for them two games. But I just don't see it happening in a four-game situation where they can win this series. And I hope that I'm wrong. I'm, I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that I'm wrong. Because if you guys really know me in real life, it's always going to be... Fuck Boston. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm sorry. It's always going to beat them. It's always going to be that. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will podcast after tomorrow's game, giving you the ins and outs of the game, of game one, and uh, kind of previewing game two will we'll, we'll be on deck. But 
as always, man, thank you for checking us out. Remember, uh, connect with us on the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at HawksBeat. That's all one word. That's how you get at us. Like we say every time, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.